Welcome to Altered Potters, where we hang out with fellow artists and talk while getting a little altered. I am one of the hosts, Ryan Myers, a full-time studio artist and instructor. And I'm the other host, Rochelle Miller, a ceramic artist and instructor, and this is Altered Potters. Okay. Are we ready? Yo, 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 yo. Can we go now? <laughs> All right. Welcome to Altered Potters. Ryan and I have a special, special treat for y'all. We're recording on a boat tonight in beautiful Monona, Wisconsin. Well, Monona, Lake, Lake Monona. Do you know where you live? I don't know where the fuck <laughs> I live. We've, been, we've had a few cocktails. We have two guests. We have Becca Otis. Yes. Which is awesome. Hello. <laughs> and we have Andrew Linderman. Did I see it right? You said it. Oh my gosh. Well. I had to like, I have it in my notes to make sure. It's um, pronounced exactly how it's spelled. It throws people I off. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Phonetics, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's my thing. Hooked on phonics. Hooked it's, on it's real. Phonics. Phonics. For Becca's work, if you want to find it, you can find it at Five Lines, Five Lines Pottery. Awesome. And the website is also fivelinespottery.com. <laughs> She's so excited. She's helping me out. And for Andrew, you can find it in Linderman Pottery, L-A-N-D-E-R-M-A-N Pottery. And also the website is also lindermanpottery.com. Can I just say that if you forget mine, just remember Five Lines of Coke. <laughs> You'll never forget. You'll never forget after that. But it's spelled with a number, not the name. <laughs> All right. This will not Even be forgotten. I don't do Coke. No. No. Unless it's You're a wearing Coke. a Coke Cola shirt Cola. right now. I'm wearing the gay Coca Cola shirt right now. The Pride one. Right. Yeah. I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to too. That's one of my favorite. You used to too? No, I, do. I don't. Do, I don't do drugs. I also don't do drugs. People, I actually got in a conversation with this guy on a plane when I was 13 years old, and he spent the entire time trying to convince me that I actually did do drugs. Oh. And I was like, no, man, I don't fucking smoke weed. I had a lovely conversation with a professor in college about how not to do acid because acid flashbacks were not worth it. <laughs> he had a good time in the 60s. We'll just put it that way. I like grew up in a really conservative Christian home and I didn't like expand out of that conservativity Christianity. Jesus was your drug. Jesus was my Jesus, Jesus. was the reason for the season. <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh and so I actually was a pretty good kid. Believe it or not. Believe it or not. I feel like I've been faking it till I make it until like forever. Like thinking I'm a badass, but I'm actually not. It runs deep, man. It runs deep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, before we get too into it, we got to talk about what we're drinking and what we're drinking out of tonight. Andrew made some delicious mimosas. No, no. Mojitos. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) In a a bell jar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) By the way, the drink is delicious. Yeah. I do like it. So good. Yeah. So for a warm evening on the water, it's a perfect drink. So thank you. You want to be the first one to talk about what you're drinking out of? I'm drinking out of a succulent carved Kyle Gaiman tumbler. (laughs) How how does he fire his work? Is it gas, I imagine? I think it is gas. Cone 10 for sure. I'm 98% certain it's gas. I think he just got a gas kiln at his house. And it looks like it's a porcelain. Yeah, it's so it's translucent Coleman porcelain. So you can like see the Wisconsin Capitol in the background on the lake through the cup. (laughs) (laughs) Now use your imagination. Is that slip cast or not? No, so he's hand carving all of it. Oh wow! So it's thrown and carved. Yeah, he's wild. We saw him at ClayCon West, and he did like uh, one of his elephant vases, like Mm -hmm. in the demo. And he should have been a main presenter. Like, he did an elephant vase, and it was, like, It was, like, an 18-inch tall vase. Insane. He has to rib both sides of the clay in order to make sure that nothing tweaks and and warps Mm. when he throws his pieces. Yeah. Cool. All right. So I have one of Becca's sweet, sweet little... What do you even call it? Do you call it like a little wine cup? Or do you have it a mini fancy cup? It's a mini fancy (laughs) cup. It's so soft and so smooth. And it's kind of a pinky salmon color. 
and then she has some dots that are glazed dots on the outside yep. that are yellow and I'm really enjoying it. It's a yeah. lovely cup. Thank you. Do you want to explain any more of the process? Or is you? that Braille for anything, those dots on there? Yeah, it's Braille for fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm so kidding. Um, no, I, no, I'm not appropriating the Braille culture. Okay, so I make the cup, I trim it, and then I biscuit, and then I sand the cup, and then I paint the cup. I glaze fire it, and then I sand it again to about 1600 grit. I put stroking coats on the outside, and then I fire the cup back to 03. And I've recently started putting a, a sort of resist on my pieces before I put the stroking coats on, so they actually pump out like a lot more because the water, like they, they don't, they don't attach to the clay, which really makes for some interesting things happening because I did some vertical, no, what's the horizontal, horizontal. lines? They all became not lines. Um, <laughs> They, they, they all became drops and doodles, and it was quite lovely. Yeah, it's just like a whole process, but I make the cups thin at the top because I actually don't like drinking out of pottery all that much mm -hmm. because it's too chunky, in my opinion. I'm a glass fan and a Tupperware fan, and so <laughs> I like to make them very thin at the top so that they are nice to drink out of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It's really nice. All right, your turn. What are you drinking? I'm out drinking of? out of your cup, and it's so lovely. And apparently, it's a second, which is total bullshit because it's super beautiful and it looks like it's got. Let's see, it's mostly underglaze. So it's underglaze, and then I do a, a glaze silkscreen on top. Okay. So the what's the glaze on the outside? Like the. It's just a a five times twenty clear cone six that I. Uh, oh, okay. Nice and stains too for color. Oh, cool. So, yeah, and it's actually, I like the rim. It, it cuts the muster? Yeah, it's not too thick, <laughs> which I like. And I, it's funny because we have very similar shapes on the bottom of our cups. Mine curve out a little bit more and yours are more straight, and I like that. Yeah, like I said, don't know why it's a second. It's beautiful, and it's orange. It's got some sweet gold luster on it, too. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, so it's orange. It almost looks like a tulip that's like repeating mm -hmm. and all the way up and all the way around and then on some of the tulip leaves quote unquote there's gold luster it's a mod design a mod, mod. design mod. like m-a-u-d yeah oh mod. not the tv show like bow like house mod. Mod. mod like harold and, oh my god i fucking love harold and mod it, that's one of my favorite movies all right, Ryan, jump in. I'm drinking out of a Sue Terrell cup. I have no idea how she fires. It looks like it's probably just oxidation, right? Yeah, I, think she, I yeah. bet. Code six oxidation? Yeah, yeah it looks like it. Looks, looks yeah. like underglaze. Uh, Scurfito. With an owl. With an owl, and what kind of flowers are those? They look kind of like thistles. Zinnia. It's like a, a rosy posy flower. Sue, I apologize. <laughs> kind of looks like a zinnia in a way. Yeah, it does look like. A it's zinnia. fluffy. Yeah. Okay, it's like a fluffy round it's flower. Big and I could round. never get one of her pieces at St. Croix because she sells out in the first yeah. three hours. So the trick is, if you want to get one of her pieces at St. Croix, you volunteer to help do all oh. the things at Guillermo's stop and be a and then Wait, helper the whole weekend oh, and then you can snag a Suterell piece. No, what's St. Croix? St. Croix Pottery Tour? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not from Wisconsin. <laughs> like, it's in Minnesota. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's an awesome pottery tour. So it's kind of like the Michigan Pottery Atlas. Tour, but for... People fly in from other countries oh, and go shit. to it. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a weekend thing. And if you don't get there on the first days, you may miss out on buying it. Do they just go home? Stop. Like when she sells out, does she just pack up and go home? No, you just no, party. she hangs out yeah. the rest of the time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Dancing, being really proud of the fact that you, you're, you're a sellout. A out. Yeah. You know, somebody once said that if you sell out, you're not pricing them too high. Like high enough. Well, Ryan's going to be at St. Croix. Shut the up. Spring. So. Yeah, I got invited. I know. Yeah. Where are you going to be? Yeah. Where are you going to be? That's amazing. I'm at Peter Jadonath. I don't Jadonath? Jadonath? He's never he's never told me his last name in person, and I don't know how to say or it. Is it like, really or is it like, or is the well, double O like zoology, where it's like Jado Onath? Yeah, I, I should just call. Well, him. That that nice so Do you feel like really excited <laughs> and proud of your? I, I haven't. Pottery. I haven't felt giddy 
in a long time and like he sent me an email and then we talked on the phone and I was like oh my god I'm, I'm kind of giddy I haven't been excited about That's anything awesome. art related for a long time that is so, so cool cheers to Ryan yeah cheers to Ryan oh, thank cheers you to Ryan. and I hope you share all of your success by spreading our names to all the people who are in the know <laughs> yeah so we can get there too do you know how I got into the Michiana pottery tour mm-hmm that's a super good tour. I mean, I've never been to it. I've looked it up. Yeah, I think it's good. I don't. I don't know. Well, there's good I'm work. I'm not doing it this year, which is I like a super bummer because I'm going to be there. Super sad about it because it's usually decent weather. Sometimes it rains, but it's like late enough in the year where the weather's never crazy hot, but it's not mm-hmm. cold yet. Mm-hmm. And it's like worst case scenario. I'm like walking around in Fuzzy's backyard barefoot, selling pots and talking about pots all weekend. Yeah, I'm at, <laughs> beer in your hand. I'm at Jesse yeah. Woodworth's stop this year, and what was really funny about me getting invited was I think it was kind of like a. I don't know if I was actually on his list. I'd like to think that I was, but I was talking to Melissa Beal from Beal Pottery, who's in northern or northern Indiana. They're almost by the dunes. I was talking to her in January and we were talking about how I was coming up to visit her in September and they were about to have their opening for their studio. And she's like, yeah, but it's like the same weekend. We were going to do it the same weekend as the Michiana Pottery Tour. And and she's like, is that bad taste? And I am the type of person that's like, no, (laughs) like just tack on. Let's piggyback. Like just piggyback. She ended up talking to Trevor who like kind of runs it and they were like, well, why don't you just do it? Why don't you just do it with us? And then she goes, well, I'll do it if Becca can do it. <laughs> so I got an email like two days later from Jesse saying, you were on my short list. Like, I think that he didn't know where I was going to be, you know, because I do live in a van. So, Well, that means you can be anywhere you need to be. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of. Not really, but kind of. Let's talk a little bit about, I don't know how you all know each other. I met Becca at Ensika. Yeah. When we were in Cincinnati. Yes. Ryan and I got invited to a podcast. <laughs> Round table thing. <laughs> Which was, we were the greenest of the green of the group of people talking there. And we were like, I don't even know how we got invited. We were closer to leather hard than green. That was like our push to get the podcast streaming because I think we had recorded a number of them, but we hadn't had them out yet. Yeah. And so we got them up and out and I think we had like five or six, but that's how I met Becca. And then Andrew, I met you, I think at the tour and then Becca said, yeah, I'm coming to Clay Collective. Clay Collective. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Ryan's like, everybody knows Andrew. Andrew is the most unfamous, famous person I've ever met in my Apparently, life. Apparently, everybody knows <laughs> I don't Andrew. know what that means. That means you know everybody that's anybody in the ceramics community. Kind of like Tim, but Tim is actually kind of famous. But like, you <laughs> well, know, I don't make stuff out of cardboard. <laughs> right. So. Like, you know everybody in the ceramics community that is anybody, but nobody knows who you are. Well, now we do. But now, but now everybody does. And well, all, like, at the, the time, all the listeners will. Like, when I met him, it was kind of that way. So where where did sure. you all meet? On the Instawebs, obviously. Oh. I first saw you well, when you were... I feel like were... it was like back in the Periscope days. Does everybody remember that social media app? No. It Periscope? was like a live streaming only. Oh. That's all it was. How old are you? Are you 65? And it was like the first, like right after that game. No, we were just the, not hip enough to know about the it. The Periscope? The first time I saw Andrew on Instagram is when you were doing the shirtless spoofs. Oh my God. <laughs> I think that did might you, have been... Did you you do shirtless boots? That was Spoofs. the most oh, epic. Oh, yeah. That so was this the, was the like... The most epic internet moment of life. Mm-hmm. That was right after the tortoise experience. No, well, it started right yeah. before the tortoise thing. Oh, right before. Okay. And I shout... I, like, called him out about it. So, wait. Let's explain to our listeners the... Backstory. We're going to lose all the young girls in college that, that look like us? pottery only because of tortoise. So oh. That's okay. <laughs> they can come deep scroll my Instagram yeah, feed yeah. and find Shirtless uh, Tuesday. hairy, overweight motherfucker throwing pots. Shirtless Tuesday. <laughs> it lives on. Well, basically, there was like a handful of folks throwing shirtless or practically shirtless for yeah. all intents and purposes. If you've got a boat-necked tank top, you're shirtless. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you just have more money than the other shirtless guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's basically like, 
All right, great. You guys have a bunch of followers because you take your shirt off. I don't have a lot of followers because I took my shirt off. So wait, 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 wait. Like it was a joke. Is this my problem? Should I yes, be throwing that is your shirtless problem. to get yeah. more followers? 100%. Yeah, for sure. Definitely got to sell yourself to get gotta followers. Have the, gotta have the pretty privilege. And those and those people yeah. buy That's pottery. how I got all 8,900 of right. my followers. Is it? <laughs> At the time, he had about 3,000 followers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. now you're up to yeah. 4,000 or so. Or no, 8,900. 8,900. You have 8,900. That could just hit 15K this weekend. Oh, nice. Woo! I did, and it's really quite a miracle because... I've done everything in my power not to have 15,000 followers on Instagram. <laughs> no shirtless throwing or No anything. shirtless throwing, fully clothed throwing. No low-cut necklines. No, no low-cuts, <laughs> no makeup. You're not throwing with your feet? All the bad press for every single fucking ceramic company. I did these shirtless things because I had a personal goal of I'd only been potting for a handful of years. And wasn't selling my work full time yet at that yeah, point. Yeah, because were you still teaching? Yeah, I was still teaching. Okay, at, so at this let's point. just give a quick backstory to that. That you originally I taught high came... school chemistry for six years before yes. I would. But then, where, when did you get your taste of ceramics? Then senior year of college. Oh, so you only had hmm. one year right. of, of yeah, working. Yeah, shout in out play. to George Lowe, my we by the way we just you drank out of one of his cups on a previous episode yeah i I did my homework and binged all your episodes before the i did not do my homework and i apologize (laughs) well you don't have to (laughs) no but you're gonna love listening now moving i will george lowe who has the cheapest pots oh my god they are really for such good pots oh yeah you had mentioned something about his like spray that he puts on top of the cheeto i think it's like 60 40 wood ash borax oh okay oh anyways yeah so then, way to like go, that. giving all of the secrets away for the cheapest right? spots on the planet. Well, you well, know what, though? You know. No, he could price them higher. It's his choice. But, and yeah. it's also, they're, they're like, beautiful. the lucky yeah. two people that listen to our podcast are in right? dialed. They're like, well, oh, now we if can... you want to sieve wood ash and then mix it with borax, yeah. Yeah. be my guest. Go for it. And then spray that <laughs> on top of your Chino and yeah. put it in your gas kiln. Wear gloves. Go for it. If you Wear... even have a gas kiln. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so so wait, you only did one year, so two so semesters. So I took at a Luther? wheel throwing class. Basically, what happened was my junior year of college, I only had fourteen credits worth of class, but I was in lab in class like twenty two or twenty three hours a week. Yeah. Which for college is like, wait, you're in a room that you have to be in for like over twenty hours a week. That's a lot. I need to get out of the science building. And I was like, oh, pottery, that sounds like fun. That's just to the left. That looks interesting. So I had an acquaintance in college, and I was like, hey, aren't you taking that pottery class? Can I, like, try throwing something on sometime randomly in the Mm -hmm. afternoon or evening or whatever? And just see if I like it or not before I sign up for the class. And you got that hit. And I made a not completely shitty bowl. Wow. That's cool. Impressive. Which is apparently saying something because. <laughs> yeah, most people don't leave with. Yeah, most people's first pots so are shitty completely bowl. shitty, and mine was like only yeah. kind of not sort mine. of shitty. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say that my friend trimmed it for me. Yeah. So it was probably yeah. way worse yeah. than I think it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They made it They made it pretty. Yeah, yeah, and then she had me come in and glaze it, and half of the pot was a cone six glaze, and the other half ended up being a cone ten glaze. So it's got <laughs> flaky, underfired glaze on one half of it and, like, floating blue on the That's other. That's amazing. <laughs> and, yeah, and you were blown away, though. That's the and thing. I was like, this is so cool, I made the thing! I, I still have the pot. Oh, I remember God. when I had my first pot, I don't know if it was my first, but I still have it too, and mine was not a bowl. Mine looked like a seashell, so it's round on one side, and then it goes out into a triangle, and then comes back, because obviously it was centered, and and then I trimmed the bottom really badly, and it was porcelain, like, because why not, and it was glazed like a trout, like it, like, had this green glaze that looks like a trout skin, and I remember when I got it out of the kiln, I was so fucking excited, I showed everybody, I showed everybody, I was like, this is so fucking cool, (laughs) and it's awful, (laughs) it's so bad, like, it's bad for beginners, like, (laughs) oh god, it's so bad. I have to say one very qu- 
quintessential part of how we met. Yeah, please. Oh, yeah. We're, yeah, because he never rewind. got around to it. Thank you. So we actually met on the interweb, interwebs, but I can't remember how we... You probably started hopping on my lives. That's probably how it's... On Periscope or on Instagram? On Instagram. On Instagram. Because okay. me, and, me and Ryan would do lives. At the time, in 2018, I owned a paint-your-own-pottery studio and a... Oh, the gnome. Yeah. Like. Well, I had a paint-your-own-pottery studio because I needed to make money. Yeah. And I had classes... And then I had my own production we'll sell as well. My soul for Chinese yeah. <laughs> I was gonna do it. I was, work seven days a week. Right. For... I was gonna do it all like my own pottery, like production pottery. And then once I figured out that Chinese bisquare is like really cheap and also cute as fuck, <laughs> I switched to all China made stuff. Ah. What and was the context of you sending me a no? I Becca painted me a no. I painted him a gnome, and it's a gnome. It's a gnome. We still have it at our house. It's like in a curious. Okay, your, your How wife, big is the paint your own gnome? It's, it's very small. It's probably like six inches tall. And it's, could it fit in a shoe? Well, yes. Yeah. A boot. It could fit in my shoe. It could fit in okay. his shoe. And so what the context is, I actually found out from Rachel because I didn't know the context. He knew that I did paint your own pottery, and he, he messaged me and said, could you paint me a gnome? I'll trade you a cup. <laughs> and I was like, fuck yeah, I'll paint you a gnome. Because I was all about the shirtless throwing because I think it's fucking yeah. hysterical. Well, because yeah, tortoise is a butthole. Yeah, like, I thought it was fucking hysterical. And so I painted him a gnome that is... Wait, are we not supposed to swear on this podcast? You no, you can self-censor really well. You called somebody a butthole. Yeah, uh, I haven't heard that since, like, Beavis and Butthole. <laughs> <laughs> like, <something laughs> Ryan lives with a seven-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fair. I painted him a gnome that had, it, it, it was the only one that I had, and it was wearing earphones, like in a Walkman. Oh. And oh, so sweet. I painted it. So it was a 1986? Yes. Oh, no? For sure. Um, so I painted it, and I have, it has like a blue jacket. The polka pants are pants. yellow and with green polka dots, and they're like small polka dots, because I've been into polka dots for a while. And on the shirt, it says, Gone to Pot. I brought it to him at Inseca and he traded me a cup. And Rachel told me today, actually, that the reason you... Rachel's my wife. Yeah, Rachel's Andrew's wife. And the reason that he wanted a gnome was because Rachel and all of her sisters have the same stupid white and gold gnome from Target. And it's, yeah, it's like, got a, like a gold luster, yeah, silver luster hat. Hat. On like a just white. White yeah. gnome. No. Like, like all have it. Like an outdoors? No, no, no. Gnome? Like a like a in the decor section of Target. Oh. Right. Oh. It's like the dumbest thing ever. Do they have it like next to your bookcase or where do it's they? like it's under, under the TV. TV. It's like right in our living room. Like it's you on, walk into our house. It's under the words they have in the wall, the live laugh. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. Live la- a smile. Live, laugh, bark. <laughs> Anyway, she was like, the gnome's not leaving. Everybody has the gnome. We want, we need the gnome. And he was like, I'm going to get a better fucking gnome. <laughs> and so that's when he texted me and asked me for a gnome. And I did make him a better fucking gnome. Aww, yeah, I even cool. scuffed the shoes. Aww. I painted that motherfucker solid. <laughs> like a, a fine china. The cheeks are rosy. Aww. Like, wow. Wow. One of so my wait, best pieces of work. All right. So then what kind of mug did he give you? I picked out. It was in a studio show. It was in a hotel show. Was a room Minneapolis? I think that's when I first met Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Minneapolis and Zika. Yeah. We first met at Minneapolis. Zika. We had like room shows a hallway down from each other. Right? I yeah. met so we, many we didn't have one. But that was Zika. Weren't you with? Yeah. Let's see, 2020, it was right before the pandemic. I was down visiting buddy of Beck and I's, Isaac Shu. Mm-hmm. Mm. Who uh, I didn't know at the time. Yeah, so he was still teaching high school. And very abbreviated story, because I used to teach high school, I was giving demos in his high school classroom. Mm-hmm. And he, I was staying at his house overnight. We got to school in the morning, and the principal came into the office when we walked in the building getting my visitor's pass and was like, dude, can you even teach? You don't look well, because Isaac was not feeling well. Like, he had, like, a 24-hour bug or something. Uh, and so he was, like, just went and laid down in the nurse's room. And so I went and I just, like, basically subbed his classes all day. Yeah. And get 100 bucks. halfway through the day, <laughs> I should have! <laughs> halfway through the day, the principal shows up and he goes, I didn't know who was teaching his class, because Isaac just said it was covered. I was, like, throwing in front of his class, oh, doing demos and stuff. And the principal walks in, like, halfway through the day, like... Oh, were you the guy that was in the office with Isaac? What happened? 
I'm a traveling sub from another state. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and so, I was like, it's okay. Only, I think my teaching license is still valid, but I haven't <laughs> renewed it because I'm done teaching. And he was on his way to ClayCon West. And I think that's when our relationship got really tight. So wait, was I, I don't even know ClayCon West. ClayCon West was started by Joe Bott, and he owns the Tilted Kiln in St. George, Utah. It's a sweet little clay conference. It's such a great little clay conference. and Very much more intimate than oh. Yeah, it's probably like about 200 people tops. see everybody. 200 people? 200 people tops. And, Maybe 300? Well, I think they got 220 this year, and they're moving up. It's always in St. George, Utah. It never moves. And basically... And are you all with your sister wives or not? No, no, yes. no, no, no. It's no. not like Mormon or weird. <laughs> no, it's not Mormon it's, or weird. It was actually like really now, well put on. It's in the convention center. Yeah. We don't want to ice so, yeah. So we lost Target as a sponsor. We have no more Mormon listeners. Target's so, Mormon? No, we were talking shit about Target earlier. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, we lost Target. Did um, we talk? Who talks shit about Target? Well, well the, gnomes. the gnomes. Yeah. <laughs> they might have been from, like, Home just, Goods. I don't know. No, they were from Target. I'm just going to uh, say, Target, I, I do appreciate you. I don't. I Target. Wish you were, I wish Target you were more bold with your gnomes. stance on LGBTQ, and I wish you didn't scurry away from people's uncomfortableness with what she's saying is we wish you didn't suck um (laughs) but i do still shop there and i do who doesn't love a good target i mean like if a big box store sucks less than the other big box stores i'm gonna shut which they do which they do do. i don't go to hobby lobby anymore well i haven't for like a decade but well jesus well you know what (laughs) they i will say this when they used to have a hobby lobby over by us i would go there because it was convenient and I was teaching and I had yeah. really limited time, but I would do it like gritting my teeth. And this is being, I grew up very Christian as well. Yeah. And I would sit there and try to like grab three stuff. Out of four on this podcast. Grab stuff really quickly. Four out of four. Four out of four. Yeah. Yep. Cool. <laughs> <I> would, <laughs> Cheers, I would, guys. <laughs> I would grab stuff really quickly and I'd be hearing this background. Music, da, 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 da. <laughs> and I'd be like, mm, mm, mm. Like, be "Is like, this amazing grace?" Oh my god! Like, the they're store? having hymns playing in the music in the background as you. I don't know. J. S. Bach knew how to write a good song. <laughs> yeah, let's just say it. Like, I'll throw that out there. It's like it's so in intringing, indoctrinating. Yeah, I mean, every time. You shop there, it's like, it's very much yeah. a part of it. So it always made me feel really uncomfortable, but I realized how much I like, grew up. Because I, w- I was at all the cantatas, and I sang at all the different things. So as we wrap up the podcast, I have been inspired by watching alone and being out in the woods for a prolonged period of time with only choosing certain tools so here's my question if you could choose 10 tools if you could choose no but you don't get to choose 10 tools not in this game oh okay you've been a twist yeah this you is what gets been, us viewers uh, yeah. a ufo has come down and said, I, we love your artwork and we would like you to work I've on I've gotten emails planet. like that. I'm just um, astounded that the aliens speak English so well. <laughs> uh, Universal Translator. Yeah, okay. it's Actually. totally. So it really sounds more like, we love your it's artwork. In their ears. We would like you to make pots for us, but you can only bring five tools and we have electricity. Which tools would you choose? So just like my wheel kind of is, so, yeah, is the wheel a tool? I know, I thought about this today. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, well, I would bring in a wheel. Okay, that's one. A cutoff wire. Okay, that's two. A dull and knife. You guys all know which knife I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I have been that sold out everywhere and I, I have that got a couple of them. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you're up to three. You got two left. What about bucket? Tool. You know what? I can fucking throw clay all over the alien spaceship if they don't give me more tools. So those they don't need three. A, I don't need a bucket. You just need three? For what? Well, uh, okay, so we got knife, cutoff wire, wheel. Uh-huh. What about a kiln? Are you going to fire them? Oh, buckets? I have to include kiln here, too? Well, you can just, like, zap the pot with their laser. situation. <laughs> okay, so I guess I need Jeez. a kiln, too. And maybe a fucking drill to mix my glazes, because <laughs> I'm not doing that by hand. But then you're going to have to see what they have on the alien planet for materials. 
Oh my gosh. Well, fucking materials are materials wherever they come from. <laughs> rocks yeah. are rocks. Like everything melts. Well, I and mean, I suppose it's a clay issue. Okay, so I'm we'll sure say they have. If there's if there's intelligent fire, life, they have, they a have way, clay, and then they have clay. So your tools to make this stuff would then be your wheel, your uh, wire. wire. What brand of wheel? We're trying to get sponsors. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's yeah, no, Shimpo or Brent, they're both good. I'd have to go with probably Brent or Soldner. Although Soldner's universality of ease to find parts might be different in the, the you know, the like the the alien culture for sure. The, yeah, halfway across the. I'm yeah. proud of you. All right. So it'd be Brent or Soldner. Okay. So okay, I'm just going to double down on the cheese slicer because I use it for a lot of stuff. And oh, I yeah. got to bring my little bit of Wisconsin everywhere with me. All right. Yeah, uh, you don't know what kind of space cheese you'll run into. Right. Right. Actually, It'd be yeah. really like stanky, space awful curds. space cheese. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. don't need to cut curds. <laughs> no, you just if, as long as they're squeaky, they're good. Yeah. Ryan, you're up. I've been doing more hand building lately, so I'd bring a banding, banding wheel. wheel. The mm. Shimpo banding wheel. Mm. You would bring a wheel that's a powered banding wheel? I don't know. I can't pinch that fast. Yeah. But if I brought the big Shimpo wheel, I could probably throw pots on that. If I found a space stick. Oh, we got some breezes happening. <laughs> um, and then that Dolan knife that you're talking about is amazing. And then I'd bring a serrated. 420 or 440 or what is it? 406. Four. I don't know. I just make another. The numbers. flexi one with the ergonomic yeah. design. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a shiv. <laughs> it does. Um, it works real well. And if I was hand building, I wouldn't have to worry about a cut off knife. I'd just rip it off. Or wire, excuse me. I would need a serrated rib. Mm -hmm. And then the tools I use to make faces, I need those. So it's just like a pointy stick and then a rounded dowel. <laughs> mm. So I could either make them out of something. Mm -hmm. See, the stick. rest of my tools, I was kind of yeah. thinking I could probably find something to make something out of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was trying to think of like the stuff that I'm like, I'm just so used to this thing. Mm -hmm. That it would really F up my workflow. Mm -hmm. I definitely have like tools that I've made. Well, one was just a broken doll one time, and I remember losing that, and I was just devastated. And it made the most perfect lips because it made the creases and everything. Huh. And I've tried to recreate it, but I can't. So mm -hmm. I gave up. I like chopsticks are great tools. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can get those all. Unless I don't know. have Chinese restaurants in space. Fuck. Yep. Yeah, yep. I'd yep. probably just be too terrified to make any work for one thing. So, what do they, what do they have wood? I mean, that's assuming. Yeah, they've got they something that combusts. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, back yeah, to make rockets. Ryan, did you say five? Was that five? I, I don't need five. All right. <laughs> <laughs> am I making jewelry or am I making pottery? I don't know. What is the culture that you're going to want? Yeah. We, what do these, they want? I'd probably want to make pottery. Okay. Oh no! I mean, no. That Aliens was might not have ears or noses to yeah, put jewelry you're in. You're right. You're right. Probably got some sort of appendage. Yeah. Next. I mean, I'd probably want to make jewelry, to be honest. All right. Because I find more joy out of that. But I also wouldn't want to be a potter in an alien culture. Oh. That sounds awful to me. I already kind of like don't love it now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I'm in the position in my life where I, I like it enough, so it's, like, good enough, and I'm really fucking good at it, so it's, like, what else am I going to do? I guess pottery's easier <laughs> to, to, for the tool situation. I would need uh, JA-17, uh, Kemper JA-17, that tool. What does this look like? Yeah. Is, is this a rib or what? No, it's a stick tool. It's the one that... So it comes to a point at one end, and then it goes to a half moon at the other end. Oh, uh, yep. I have. Yep. So it's a fucking great tool for, like, finishing off the bottom of pots without having to trim it. You're smart, because I could have took just that one tool and not... Done a whole bunch of stuff yeah. with it. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. My wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Solner. Mm-hmm. I would prefer the old wheel that I have, but the new one's fine. Um, <laughs> the new one doesn't hurt my Becca foot. Becca just gives off like 80 year old crotchety man vibes. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> the new ones. I have like, a I think you guys have had a couple 80 year old crotchety men on the podcast, and Becca's way grumpier. <laughs> I love that your husband was like, I don't really like being a dentist. And I was like, I don't like being a potter. Like, we bonded. Um, so a soldner. I have like an old soldner with a wooden foot pedal. 
uh-huh. that's connected to a bike chain that's connected to the motor. Oh, and cool. yeah, he like made it in his garage, and it's like the love of my life. All right, so, so you have Solner JA seventeen. Yes. My bat system. Oh. Is that one tool, or is that like a bunch of them? It's one tool. <laughs> <laughs> it's one goddamn tool. All right, you got three. My bat system, my wheel. J seventeen. J17. I feel like we're playing Why Why? I should have just brought a jigsaw. I, I could have just made one. Are we going to do like... Yeah, I know. There you go. We can do the... You know what I'm talking about? The, the car trip game oh. where you're like, I went to the store and my grandma got me an apple. Mm-hmm. And then you go around and do the alphabet. All right. What tools would you bring? Wait, wait, wait. wait I have she, another one. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I have another one. A bisque ornament. That's... I think that's my last one. I probably kind of want a wire tool, but... Eh. You could... I could do wind up hair or something. All right. A, oh, and a sponge. A bisque ornament. Yeah. Uh, because sponge. that's how I pump the bottoms in. I don't trim my stuff very much. Oh. So I push the bottoms in with a bisque ornament, and that makes it look like they're trimmed. <laughs> Such a weird random thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I need a bisque cookie. <laughs> and a sponge. Can you make it? Okay, so I would do. Well, I'd do my Brent wheel. I do like the mud tool sponges that are so soft mm. and yummy right now. Oh, those ones are good. Yeah, and you could use that to bathe too. So. And I could use it to clean myself. <laughs> Does it even count as a tool? I can then? use like, mine to yeah. do it's dishes. Just in your oh, there you go. <laughs> and I can put in grout with you, mine. You could exfoliate with the bisque circle. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would do. I have a rib that I really like that is a dirty girl. It's a steel rib that's been cut in half because it used to be, but it does, it's stainless because it's not rusting, yeah. but it's it's not super flexible. It's pretty Yeah. Firm. Is it like one of the thicker ones? It's the a mud thicker tools one. ones? Nope, it's not a mud tool. I like sure? the thicker metal yeah. ones. Those are nice. yeah. yeah. Because they have thicker metal ones. No, it, but it's been cut yeah. to make, anyway, I would bring that and I would bring, so where am I at? One, two, three, three? So far? Yeah. This is okay. a great question. I like this question. And then I would bring... I didn't know it would take 45 minutes. So. Yeah. I want to revise my answer to put Jigsaw in there. It's I'll just been, make yeah. all my tools. It's 11. It's 11 minutes it's taken so far. So we're not... I'll bring wood. And, you and then I would bring... Yeah, I'd go. bring one trimming tool. <laughs> and I guess I'd do a wire tool. And that's all I need. When I do demos for students, I usually just have a sponge, a wooden rib, which I don't love wooden but I have a sponge, wooden rib, a bucket, I use and a then a wire cutter. I think it's, I don't use I very do many students. tools at all. And I think that that's kind of like the lovely thing about pottery is that you really don't need very many tools. Mm-hmm. If you're just making basic bitch pots, you know, you don't need very many tools. Right. Basic I feel like, bitch pots. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I end up just like making shit out of random stuff, and I'm like, oh, this yeah. works really well for this. Like, mm-hmm. one of the like texture tools I used. I had like a gnarly old scissors that had a bunch of like parts that don't cut well in it, right? So mm-hmm. they leave like little snaggle teeth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like cut the lid of a yogurt container, and it like leaves a great texture on the on pots now. And it's oh. like a shitty yogurt lid that I cut with a shitty scissors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I can't replace it. It's one of a kind. It is. It is one of a kind. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's the deal, you guys. We are starting to float back into the... Uh, no man's land. No man's land. So yeah, let's do a quick go around what's altering your world. And then we'll, we'll do a wrap up. Okay. So, okay, you're up. I have to go first? Yeah. What's altering your world right now? Anything? I've had... Making babies? (laughs) Well... That is uh, altering. It is. Yeah, it is altering. Uh, It hasn't altered anything yet. I'm going to go with... It's been a... me. Well, that's not for (laughs) making babies. (laughs) I snorted. It's the first snort on the podcast. (laughs) Frank's got to leave that in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, altering my life right now being on a boat in the water this is great Uh, I've had like really good sales this spring oh yeah 
I don't think I'm breaking records, but like everything's been generally better than expected. Mm -hmm. So it's like accumulating and it's, I'm like stressed last week because I'm like, I got to get some pots made for shows because my inventory is less than I was hoping. And I was talking with a buddy of mine who we've been planning and going on a little canoe trip with all summer and haven't gone yet because I've done better than expected. I like, oh. Have more work. Well, I have more work that I need to make so I have a fleshed out booth for shows. I've also done well enough where like, I don't need to stress about the bottom line as much. Yeah, it's a weird, I, you know? same thing. Last it's, weekend I did really well and I'm like, shit, I got another sale. But I'm like, I just did really well. Like, why am I upset about yeah, selling? Because and, and, <laughs> you know? it means you have to make more work. Well, and it's not like you don't make work constantly anyway, but at the same time, it's like stressful because I have to make, you know, I want enough work to have a respectable booth booth or display or Mm -hmm. gallery show. And, you know, I'm always like going towards this like, okay, well, I want to not do as many art fair shows. I'd rather do like one a month or two a month that are really worth my time so I can spend the time to make really good work and then also have like an enjoyable life. Yeah. I don't know. It really hit me talking to my friend last week. Like, chill out. Yeah. It'll be okay if you don't make 10 more mugs. Yeah. But will it? But yeah, will will it, it will. It 100% will. It be okay? Will. It'll be great when I'm sitting on a canoe on the Wisconsin River, yeah. having a beer, yeah. enjoying Wild the life. wildlife and the flora and fauna yeah. and Damn, the, like, natural beauty around us and then when i get back into the studio the following like wednesday i'll be like i'm gonna make 20 mugs because i just saw this awesome thing that's inspired me to make more work or whatever you know maybe not mugs but like whatever the thing is you know it's i don't know taking the time to foster the other end of the like creative cycle is important it is important and makes being a living human worth being a living human. <laughs> yeah, totally. When I said that, I was being sarcastic. I yeah. figured. Just in case. That's listener, what... Listener. I was debating I was whether I wanted to be really offended or chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> That's a constant battle, though. Like, we bought really nice kayaks. Like, we decided to buy kayaks two years ago. We bought amazing kayaks. We're like, these kayaks, two of them cost more than, like, most of my, you know, again, like most of my vehicles weren't very expensive, but they cost more than most of my cars my whole life. We've used them maybe five times in two years. I'm like, this is bullshit, you know? It's like, we're surrounded by water everywhere we go. There's lakes, there's rivers. So it's a constant struggle to find balance, but. Yeah. But again, it's like the ceramic world is so awesome. Like, you know, I have been busy, but hanging out with like Mark Scuderic and now we got to hang out tonight and like, we're, you know, it's like, a lot of times, if you can at least break up the work with other yeah. people doing the same work, it goes a lot smoother. I've said this before, and I won't say it again, I guess. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but on purpose, I have not grown my business. You've consciously... I've consciously, like, mm-hmm. where I want to be. I'm not, like... I'm not going out and saying, I want to make 5000 at this show, and then the next show I want to make... Like, who knows? I could make this much. I'm saying, I want to make this much money this year. Yeah. And when I make this much money this year, I'm good. Yeah. And when you break that down, the number doesn't really have to be super high. Right. I want to make a detour on purpose. Okay. (laughs) Because this conversation is never... The Firefest this past weekend was super yes, awesome. Yes, that was and all Shout out to right Ryan there. for yeah. not tooting his whole horn all podcast about this awesome sculpture. It's just, <laughs> it's intimidating, you know. It's like so Firefest just happened this last weekend. We Mark Skudlerick and I, like Mark's a part of it every year, but we built a seven foot sculpture in two and a half days. Which is amazing. And then it dries it air dries for a few days and then he starts firing it for six days with gas and then the last days with wood the day of the so just hold that like 200 degrees for like a few days yeah oh yeah totally yes. but also that clay at the same time because we built it in two and a half days we're just taking a huge ass torch and just yeah. blow torching it. it's insane yeah. and it's probably not a good sound on the podcast now that i did it but, but you <laughs> did it yeah it's just crazy and it's really hard to like build something that big so now like when i see people that actually make large scale sculptures out of clay i'm more impressed because it's so hard to like build something that big that close 
and then you step back. When I did the first face, I stepped back like constantly, and I'm like, oh, that's fucked up. I'm gonna redo it, and I redid it for like over an hour, and then I did the head on top of the piece, and it was on. Uh, so it's like a bust with a yeah. head that's upside down with a bird on top. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for describing. <laughs> yeah. So, so the up, the head that's upside down, I didn't jump off the scaffolding as much, and I feel like now, you know, now that it's done, I'd like to redo it. But really, I thought it looked pretty good. I haven't seen the finished and one. The fact that it. I kind of want to like Instagram. go drive to Cambridge quick people, when we get and, back, and but it's dark. And people can go onto Instagram and it, there are yeah. some images of it. Yeah. I thought it looked really good. I thought the proportions looked good, and the fact that you did it so quickly. And I wish I would have helped because I would have loved to have adorned it. With I know. Flowers. I really wanted you to put oh, a ton of shit on the the I would have just shirt yeah, part. I would have bedazzled it. But we got a lot of shit at our house from the dogs. The day, no, not that type of shit. But. The day that <laughs> I had planned to go out and work with Ryan, the day it rained. Oh, And damn. then the next day we went up to Bemidji in northern Minnesota, and that would had already been planned months ahead of time. So I couldn't change plans. So it was a bummer. But next year, next year, for sure, I will be helping stoke the fire and... Yeah, I don't know who's making the piece next year, but no. Well, maybe I can ask to make a gigantic flower, and you can put some faces on it. Thanks. A giant flower would be sweet. (laughs) Be different. Make one of your giant (laughs) vaginal boxes. Yeah, a big vajayjay. Whoa, with fire. Cambridge would love that. (laughs) Put a fire hat on top, and you'll be set. I love this. All right, so what's altering your world, Ryan, is balance. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, primarily. I mean, I didn't lead off into that, but yeah, I feel uh, relieved after the weekend, and that's done, and now I'm moving on to the next thing and making. And And getting ready for the next tour. Yeah, so the next sale, the next gallery show. Okay, Becca, what's altering your world right now? Uh, Well, I live in a van. (laughs) So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's pretty altering. Uh-huh. <laughs> I moved into the van in December of last year, but I I didn't know it was that new. Yeah, well, I mean, like I've lived in I've lived in my vehicles a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> all through like since 2012. I've I've lived off and on in vehicles, uh, mostly by cho- well, not really mostly by choice, by happenstance. But this is the first time fully by choice, uh-huh. planned choice. And oh, Ryan, that's so loud. What I'm are sorry. you doing? I'm going to jump in the lake. Wow. I know. I peace can't. out. Oh, no. You can't wait oh, no. anymore. No, I waited long enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, um... <laughs> it's pretty new, but also, like, it's very comfortable. It's not like it's uncomfortable for me. Yeah. That's how I should say it from now on. So, by having the flexibility and mobility of it and kind of leaning into it, giving you an opportunity to kind of decide what you want to do and when you want to do it. Kind and, of. And that's it's, it's more just a bunch of my friends gaslighting me into coming and visiting them. <laughs> hey now. But hey now. You know hey what, now. Hey. I will say this. We're giving you a shower. You don't have one of those on your van. There I'm you totally go. kidding. Community. I made you breakfast pizza. Community <laughs> is, is underrated. It really is underrated. It has, like, given me a lot of freedom. Like, this summer, I really didn't want to spend the summer in Indianapolis. Like, I've been living in my van in Indy for since March, essentially. Before that, I was in Utah and, like, traveling around. I've been living in Indy downtown. Are you saying that Indianapolis does not have the geographical features that most people picture when they think van life? <laughs> yes. No. Okay. It's been great though. My studio's in Indianapolis and I have a big kiln and all those things. Just like kind of navigating making money but also being mobile has been interesting. Yeah. I just did a show in Chicago this last weekend and I am headed up to the Upper Peninsula because I didn't want to be in Indy when it was really, really hot because I have a cat. So you came here to be really, really hot. So I came here yeah, to be really, like, really hot. Wisconsin's going to be under the bubble here. Well, here I can, you know, leave the van open and let and the cat. tap into friends. Yeah, yeah, like we think it's hot, but nice it's ten yard. degrees cooler than it is south of here. You know, like yeah. right? Yeah, and like I started in Memphis, so nothing's hot to me right now. 
And, like, I'm going to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan mm-hmm. and, like, kind of taking a couple weeks just to, to be and to exist. Lovely. And not see anybody, you know? Yeah. Which hasn't happened for a, a hot minute, and... And you got your stuff if you want to work, you can. And right. And if you don't as, want to, you don't have to. It, uh, Andrew can kind of describe how much of my stuff is personal stuff and how much is is business pottery So, stuff. if I... When I looked in Becca's van, I would put it at, like, a 60-40 mix... Sixty percent. It's almost sixty-five twenty-five. Six. Um, thirty-five. Six, sorry. There'd be seventy-five twenty-five. Yeah, seventy-five twenty-five. So I the 60, reason 25. I say sixty forty is only because there are a number of things that do not fall under the category of exclusively for business. Oh. I oh. feel like Becca has a lot of multi. Oh, for Useful sure. things like that makes sense. My work table that I make all my work on is a business expense, but it's also my what kitchen table and what I eat on and what oh, I do sure, all these sure, other sure. things. You know what yeah. I mean? So like you look at the van and you're like, well, that seems like that's legit. But then you're like all the stuff under the bed in the back is like show and pottery stuff because you tent. could do an art nice. fair show. I will it wasn't do. a on 10 by 10. On the fly. It wasn't a 10 by 10. No, I will do a 10 by 10 art fair. You have your tent in your van yeah, right I now? I have my tent in my van. I Where have... the fuck do you have your tent in the van? It's under the bed. <laughs> I have my the tent. The bed's not 10 feet long. Well, I guess I don't know whether <laughs> it, the... It collapses to yeah, six feet. Yeah, it does. Okay. Or like five and a half, I think. My tent's five and a half feet long. Uh, so How big is the bed in the back of the van? It's two tables long. I don't know. Is it a full king? Is it like six by it's six? It's a queen. It's a queen. Oh, that's, so, that's lovely. Oh, I, I thought it was smaller than that's that. Generous. It's a short queen because you I cut it because the cat peed on it. Well, but you're short and I'm not. I'm so five you foot can two. totally get away with that. As yeah. a visual kind of like <laughs> walkthrough of the van, I guess. The back has the bed and it's on two tables. It's on two like wooden tables that I got from Ikea. And um, it's medium height. And then I have under it, I have, I think, seven Rubbermaid totes full of pots, jewelry, and everything I need to pack up pottery. I have a portable wheel, um, an Artista portable wheel that, shout out to Speedball, they gave to me, which was amazing. Yay, Speedball. Speedball, if you want to give us anything, I am open. Rochelle used a lot of underglazes. I used tons of underglazes. I really want to wood fire some of their underglazes and see what happens. Oh, I have. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, I would fire some of their uh, whatever you use on that yellow. What's that called? Stick and spit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I use talking coats. Make stroke and coats. Coat. I stroke use their stroke and coats and the the cone six right now. Well, I use speedball. Nice Aren't those O four glazes or something? No, like stroke and coats go from O four to six. The, and they can do uh, also. I, I think I took it almost to ten. To 10. Too. Yeah. yeah, a yeah. lot of the color washes out, but they can. So I have a portable wheel under the kiln. I have all of my clay that I need under the kiln for mostly for pottery. I have all my bisqueware under the kiln under so the you're bed. Set. So I've you're... got wait. I've got a kiln under the bed. <laughs> you got a kiln. I've got a little baby test kit. I've got a kiln. tiny oh, nice. scut firebox under the bed. I've got my ten by ten tent. I have all my shelves. I have a chair. So you can take your weights. studio and you can go. Right. Under, I have a bunch of drawers that pull out. I have all of my Mako dragon coats and all of my, all of the speedball underlaces that I need. I have like one drawer dedicated to hand building, one drawer dedicated to throwing. The rest is like kitchen. And That's amazing. Most of the van is pottery. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. So, okay, let's get back to the original question. How is this altering your world? Are you going to just kind of make and go and kind of... Yeah, I'm kind of like in a transition of like trying to figure out how to do it all mobile. Nice. You know, make stuff at friends' studios, pay them for the kiln usage if I need to. And yeah, yeah, you yeah. can fire as many earrings in between my pods as you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I was just thinking that takes of zero. What yeah, temperature? Because right. I often fire my my smaller kiln with like three pieces because I have to fire it to get. Yeah, I fired up. Well, I fired a cone five for the earrings. But yeah, I just I'm kind of like in the process of really thinking about selling most of the stuff off in my actual studio and kind of actually going mobile so I don't have a place to land. And that's really stressful to think about. But exciting. Exciting. But it's also really like jarring. I mentioned friends like gaslighting me, (laughs) but like really it is, I do have a lot of friends in a lot of places and they're like, come see me, come see me, come see me. And it's a little stressful in that regard, but 
I'm kind of like trying to learn how to like make my own plan yep. for what I want and not what other people want. Yeah. 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 And that's a lovely thing to have so many people wanting. Yeah. Know. I mean, I have so many, pe- I, I could go to any state and be with somebody I know. That's awesome. You know, so. What about Idaho? <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Coeur d'Alene. I know one person in Coeur d'Alene. My brother lives in Idaho. Oh. Oh, I know a second person in Idaho now that I'm wow, thinking Wow, you got two. I know two people in Idaho. Woo! I don't know if any of them right. would let me stay on their couch, but I know two people in Idaho. And I don't <laughs> even need to stay on the couch. I know, I just she just needs to the driveway. Yeah, I just, that's what's lovely about being in the van is that I can pull you up to somebody's house and I'm not as much a burden. Yes. You're you like, know, I yes. just want to use your shower. Thanks. Yeah. Like, if I could use your shower every three days, that'd be great. I was going to say, you don't even need it very often because I, I find... I shower less lately because of the fact that I'm always working in clay or exercising. I am an extreme. So, yeah, I'm, I think I'm the like, opposite is true for me, but I'm also just like a stinky dude. Well, yeah. I'm always just like, <laughs> I'm like, I'll change my dirty clothes after I go for a run, but then I'm also like, but I'm not going to shower because I'm going to go down the studio and get dirty again. Yeah. And so then, but then I'm like, oh my God, it's been four days of me yeah. running. So I, I well, take you're trying dirty. to make a baby, so you can't be smelly. So. Really, right, truly. right. I don't know. Truly. Yeah, Rachel probably would not appreciate that. She'd be like, you're yeah. a little crusty. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to just say quickly, real quick, what's altering my world is getting ready for fall classes and yeah. setting oh my up. Oh, God. I know it's crazy. Winter is coming. So I have almost got caught up with all the orders that I've had over the summer. And so I'm getting ready for a fall tour, but then also fall classes. And I'm making all these connections with friends from a long time ago and um, figuring out how to bring students to see them and their work, which is exciting. And they've been amazingly lovely. And so I'm kind of digging that. I also have like continuing ed that I'm supposed to be doing for a number of the different things I do, which I've been starting because I'm a dyslexia tutor too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which, yeah, I I do too much. I fucking need to say no. But, (laughs) but I've been, that's what I've been doing. I've been doing, starting my mornings with a continuing ed webinar on dyslexia. So I'll start that as I'm working in the studio and then I have to write up a paper about it, which is great. But it's like a thing where I have too many interests. Yeah. I think you know, we all fit that where you know there's so many. once told me is one no a day keeps the psychiatrist away. A one what? One no a day keeps the psychiatrist <laughs> away. I like that. I should have uh, utilized that when I had somebody asking for those custom damn faces. Yeah. I just you should have just said, said no Yeah, I'll make those. <laughs> you said yeah. 200 bucks, right? <laughs> yeah, no. I said 200 bucks a vase, okay. but still. Yeah, but was it? We'll see what it is. Yeah, and then also shipping material has jacked. And so that sucks. Oh, that I'm not worried about. I think this is a local enough thing. I don't know. His phone number was 608. But he lives in Montana. Yeah, I don't know. The phone I mean, my phone number is so. 970, and I live in you fucking can't, Indiana. You can't so. use the guy's their... doing like kitchen decoration install stuff, so I uh, think he's local. He's yeah. probably okay. Okay, thanks for listening, Frank. I'm sorry. This is going to be a podcast show. This is going to be a splash in the lake. But we love yeah. you, which I'm going to splash in the lake in just in a few minutes. Me too. Okay. Oh, I've got about 10 seconds Bye. left. <laughs> 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 right. I know. I... Bye. <laughs> Becca was saying her podcasts are like hour and a half to three hours. Yeah. Ours easily could be because we get off on tangents where yeah. we don't talk about any clay stuff. Well, let's talk. <laughs> you know? Your poor okay. editor. You guys, I know Frank. Frank, we love Frank. you. And by the way. You guys, yeah, you can do a quick shout out to Frank who. Frank, who I also edit our podcast, keep. but I don't actually do anything to it. So, um, <laughs> I feel your pain because if I did anything to it, I'd shoot my brains out. Our listeners are going to hear the breeze that is being caught by the mics, by the way. So, if you're hearing that, that's the breeze off the lake. Um, be jealous. Yes. Yeah, you know yeah, what? That's a lovely breeze. It's, yeah, yeah, it's ideal. Nice. Is, I would imagine that it's different getting older with children as opposed to getting yeah, older Yeah, because they children. remind you. They tell you, yeah. Mom, you're old. I did that all the time. Which I'm just like, I'm the coolest mom ever. Obviously. Yeah.
Here there I... was this one time I went to a reggae concert in the basement of a bar in New Zealand. Long story short, I woke up with like tinnitus. And, oh God! Yeah, I've got bad hearing. Ugh. Yeah, I'm worried. I went yeah. to. I didn't know New Zealand's known for reggae. I don't know if they're known <laughs> for it, but it's an island country, and I was standing next reggae to a bass stack moves. for like an hour. <laughs> So if school. I have to pee during the podcast, do I just jump in the lake? And you guys um, we keep did recording? bring a bucket for urine. Well, I would jump in the lake actually. Did you really? No. I oh. <laughs> <laughs> is this more editing work for Frank, or is this going to be like no, an Easter sorry. egg after yeah, the yeah. show is over? Please just pack it on this. to the end Please after keep it five in. seconds of silence. <laughs> it's recording again. Hey, Frank, we're back. Um, Higher than it was two years ago. Yeah. But. Sir Charles. Sorry, Sir Frank. Charles. Charles the Choo Choo. Charles the Choo Choo. I'm like, is the motor on? But I turned it off. Uh, I apologize. Started. It is because of me. Did you bring the train? Yeah. Oh. There's a train that goes through our podcast every single time. <laughs> yeah, we, we named him Charles. What are you Sorry. doing? I'm going to jump in the lake. Bye, yeah. I couldn't make it any longer. I'm like, I'm gonna wet this seat. <laughs> yeah, like no one would even know. It's like so dark. You know why I never told my mother I had a podcast? Because like Yeah, I know you don't want him to listen. You know she have a podcast now though. She right? does, but she's not gonna listen. I don't my mom's always like, What's your podcast? And I'm like Your mom's a riot. I don't need I don't know if you wanna listen. And then Elliot goes, You're just gonna go with your friends and get drunk. And I'm like, <laughs> That's what Elliot says? That's what Elliot just said. I'm just like, buddy, we're making a podcast. This is so great. Changing lives.